Welcome to If and You Do, everybody. What's up, bitches? It's been a while since we've casted, since we podcasted, but here we are doing it. Doing it. Alright. Nature's back, baby! So, uh, North Dakota's having an extreme fire emergency. What are we in a, we're in a red flag? Is that what we're in right now, Colin? Red flag. It's like terrorism, but fire. But fire. The terrorist is nature. (laughs) If you have a campfire, you could have up to a month in jail. Is that is that correct, Colin? A month in jail for a campfire? That's what I read, but I'm not that good at reading. <laughs> well, let's just let's just say that we're not good at reading, and the brief overdue said a month in jail, so at least a week for having a campfire. You can go to jail. You can go to jail for sure for having a campfire. That's how bad our fire season's already started, and it's just barely April, so we're in for a crazy summer. Is this dust? Dust Bowl round two starting, you think, Colin? Yeah. Yeah. I know it's been a while since we've been on, but we talked about having guitar play and Brandon on. And this is just proof. (laughs) (laughs) Nature's here to kill you. So about 100 years ago in this very state and states around us, we had a Dust Bowl. Do you feel that we're on a 100-year cycle of Dust Bowl? And do you think that... This is just what happens. Like every hundred years, it just doesn't rain, and then we go down. Everything burns. Or do you think something else is at play here, Colin? No, possibly. We had a really shitty winter. I mean, by shitty, I mean we didn't have any snow. We had the greatest winter ever. Is that what you meant? Global yeah. warming has finally taken over. We did it, folks. Global I just, warming has happened. I just mean if Brandon was here, you could just shove it in his face and be like, "Yeah, well." The fire's literally trying to kill us right now, so nature's no good. Nature's no good. How much fire is it? They even put it out? There's a fire, like, just north of town. I don't know. You know, we were talking about, like, what, a thousand acres? It's a lot. Yeah. So, it's crazy. No, four square miles so far have burned. Yeah. It's our neighbor's parents' land. Yeah, it's going down. I accused him of starting it jokingly, and he just said, Funny you should say that. It's my dad's house that's on fire right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't do it. And then we know some idiot friends who like the movie Twister. They're up there at the fire. <laughs> like they're just Those like, hey, fire hunters. Nature's trying to kill us. Which direction? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you think it's a good idea to chase fires, that is not a good idea. Sometimes we get all the way up to 70 mile an hour winds here. So if the wind changes direction and decides to go fast... Not getting out of there real quick, you know? This is North Dakota. We don't know anything about fire safety because we just don't have <laughs> fires. This is like the first fire that like most of us have ever even witnessed. Fires I've never seen a I've never seen I mean I've seen a fire, but I've never seen like a wildland fire in Minnesota. That shit just doesn't happen ever. Yeah, because you guys have so much water, you, you guys can't even waste it. Yeah, and in North Dakota, I assume it's the same thing. Like, there's just never fires. There's hardly any anything up here to even burn. So there's just this random-ass brush fires that have just started this year. Yeah, Medora almost burned down but didn't. Luckily, there's some great firefighters out there. 
I bet you they write a fucking song about it. I bet you they do. <laughs> I hope it's great. Like, the fire of April 2021. Shit's gonna slap. Well, yeah. <laughs> this and that and all over the place will be the best folk song of all time. Oh, the great fire of 2021. You know? It'd be amazing. Why isn't there more folk songs that deal with fire? Oh, Jesus Christ. Was that you or me? That wasn't me. Yeah, no, no one wants to talk to me right now. How embarrassing. Anyways, what were you saying? How come there's no great folk songs about fires? Did you, have you heard about the guy named Pulaski? I have a, I know if, uh, oh, it's my wife. She says she misses me. That's How awesome. sweet. She must have heard about the That's fire. Sweet. She's getting in her last words. Like, I heard the town was on fire. I just wanted to call and say I loved you. I want to say I miss you and I love you because the town's about to burn down. <laughs> Little does she know that just like in Twister, I'm driving towards the fire. <laughs> she must have known. She must have known that you tried to drive out and look at the fire. Yeah, she knows. She knows. Anyways, what were you saying? Uh, Anyways, what were you saying about Bill Gates and all of his goddamn money? You I'm know just the, saying. You know how those, all those experience, uh, conspiracy theories about Bill Gates? We're into that shit. Me yeah. especially. Yeah, well, the conspiracy <laughs> now... Is that he invested $300 million into making the coronavirus vaccine. And that he stands to make $200 billion off the vaccine. $200 billion. And it's like, this is a world pandemic. Everyone's going to die. We're here to fight for humanity. Why are people making $200 billion off of saving humanity from the end of the world, the deadliest virus of all time that everyone died. I personally have had to bury a hundred of my friends. This is how crazy. This there's bodies. <laughs> there's bodies stacking up everywhere. In the streets. If you ever come to Wilson, North Dakota, you'll find body bags. We don't even have time to bury these people. It's so crazy over here. Well, uh, Bill Gates said for like two decades now that the biggest problem that our planet faces is overpopulation and now here he is with a vaccine that he made in like fucking three weeks yeah i mean if he is so concerned about overpopulation why did he try so hard to stop this i wouldn't take medicine from people who think that there's too many people alive you know like i like if i like even if i had my doctor like if my doctor was telling me like while he's like i don't know diagnosing me with some fucking butt problem or something too much poop in the butt. <laughs> if he's diagnosing me with anything and like prescribing me pills, if he just like offhanded was just like, yeah, I think there's too many people on this fucking planet. I probably wouldn't take those pills. Yeah, I wouldn't take him either because how could you trust he's just not trying to kill you? Because there has been doctors who have purposely killed their patients when they thought they were too far. That's Bill Gates. He's one of those doctors. He's just. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just in the conspiracy theories. I'm not really committed to any of this shit. But I don't trust the man. He's creepy. Besides, Windows sucks and Linux rules. Yes, Windows does <laughs> suck. Okay, this is from Financial. Bill Gates making $20 billion from vaccine. Microsoft co-founder explains math behind returns. That's pretty cool. So, you know, he even explains how he makes that much money. Good for him, actually. You know, you take a bad situation and you turn it better. That's what I was trying to explain to Colin. When everyone finally runs out of unemployment, I thought that we should start, you know, buying people's gold and guns and stuff. And 
he doesn't think it's morally correct to take advantage of poor people. And I'm like, what country have you been living in? Like, why do you think that's morally wrong when that is what this whole country is founded on? Yeah. How come you could, how, what is it inside you that finds you morally complex to buy poor people's golds and guns and then sit on it like a dragon and sell it for more? I just need enough money to get by. You, you just, you just don't want that much money? You know what I'm saying? I just want a good retirement. I don't need like Bill Gates money. I don't, I don't need like the kind of money that you have to be corrupt to get a hold of. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. How much money is enough money? If you have to think on your life. If you got a number and you're like, that's enough. I don't need to try anymore. I don't need to make any more. That's enough money. What is a number that's enough money? Two million. Two million? Dang. Good for you. What? Two million? Do two you think million. it would be you'd need more? Twenty-eight million at least. Twenty-eight million? Twenty-eight million is enough money. If I had two million dollars in a bank account, I'd be like, I'm set for life. This is fine. What would you do tomorrow if you woke up and somehow you got two million dollars in a bank account? masturbate (laughs) okay now that 15 minutes has passed what are you doing right after that i don't know probably nothing probably not i'd still work you'd still work who wouldn't i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't work i mean you'd still work you just wouldn't do what you'd normally do well first i would stop if i had two million i would stop working i don't mean like be an employee i mean like you'd still want the world to like change You'd still, like, you know, manually labor or something. No, no, dude. I would instantly become a politician. If I had $28 million, I'm becoming a politician. You know why? You can't bribe me. You can't buy me. I'll do what's best for my constituents and the American people because who, how are you going to bribe me? I got $28 million. You're going to have to get leverage. We're already in the West. What you can it? already be that guy. Like, the, those guys already exist, and they don't even need money. Remember that one guy who just, like, punched a reporter (laughs) yeah in montana (laughs) yeah like we're already in the west you don't need you don't even people don't even try to buy those politicians (laughs) it's it's not worth it (laughs) i'm just saying that's what i think i would do if i had 28 million i think i'd become a politician or stand-up comedian i'm not sure which same same thing yeah probably you could be both that's what donald trump was he was just a stand-up comedian politician and he was good at the stand-up comedy part yeah he was he was really good. Next question. So, Colin and I were discussing about joining a public office. What was that? What is the bug spray office called? Oh, the Vector. Vector. Do you think that should be our first dipping our toe into the political world, becoming a Vector? Anyways, the Vector guys, they decide, like, how much uh, bug deterrent spray or whatever to spray on top of the community. You're basically god of chemtrails to get rid of mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> and you meet like once a month for like an hour and they pay you like 250 bucks or something. Man, that's pretty good political money. Yeah, that's a pretty good gig, I would imagine. And my answer is absolutely kill all nature. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to What's the legal amount I'm allowed to spray to get all the mosquitoes yeah, out? Is there face? a chemical out there that kills everything except humans? <laughs> <laughs> And just like plants too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I want nothing but grass. I want grass and humans. That's it. Yeah. So, are you going for that board, Tom? What? what I mean, th- that was last I read about that. That was like a month or two ago. That was a month ago. You just told me about it today. Yeah, I told my dad. Did you? Is he gonna do it? No, because oh. we drove. We our shop for our our job is like you got to drive past the vector 
building and we always wondered what the vector building was and i found the ad and i was like you should go do that just so you can tell me what the fuck it is <laughs> yeah okay okay colin what would it take for you to run for city council you like this town do you like this town i don't know if i look old enough yet uh, who cares if you look i feel old like enough. i've got too much of a baby face still no, nobody would take me seriously well no i mean i think they would all right, I'm going to grow a beard, and then I'm going to join gonna city council. Well, so you need a beard, and you'll join. No, I'll wear my glasses, too. Okay. So what type of changes would you try to make for this town if you got on city council? I just say no every time somebody wanted to spend money on anything. <laughs> You're going full Ron Swanson. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We need to clean the streets. It's just like, oh, well, maybe we should get some of these fucking unemployed people that are on the government dole to go fucking sweep them. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay, is there anything you'd vote yes to? Anything at all? Yeah, getting rid of laws. Nice. Okay, what laws would you get rid of first if you were on city council? We'd be able to drink and drive, first of all. Yes. If you're not over the limit, what's the problem? What's the problem? Even slightly over the limit. I think you should be able to drink and drive as long as you're in city limits. Nice. That would be fine with me. Okay, okay. What if you amended it to say you can drink and drive as long as you never go faster than 25? Yeah, that would be it. You'd be... You'd be You'd have to drive under 25 miles an hour. There'd be certain roads you wouldn't be allowed to be on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should just say you have to be under the legal limit. Under the legal limit. Under the legal limit, you can drink while you're driving as long as you can blow the correct numbers. As long as you blow below 0.8. You're in. Yeah, I've just I miss the days that like my grandfather would talk about. He'd just drive around and drink beer with his friends. Yeah, I mean they used to do that in small towns where I'm from, but it was still against the law at the time. Yeah. All right. Second law. How do you feel about getting rid of this incredible sales tax that we have in this town? Get rid of all sales taxes. Wait, it depends. How we decide to structure taxes in general. Fair enough. I'd be fine if all taxes were sales tax. Oh, we'd have to get rid of property tax. I'm also fine with sales tax. What percentage of sales do you think should be taxed? What 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 should the percentage? We'd have to figure out how much money the government actually needs, and then just go on from there. But get rid of property tax and income tax. I'm down. But I mean, the city obviously can't do that. I could just get rid of property tax. They should they should make sales tax like twenty five percent. Maybe. And then no more property tax, no more no more income. Yeah. Cause that encourages people to save and pay off debts and things like that because they don't want to accrue it. Well, it's just that the government shouldn't know how much fucking money you have. I don't think the government should know how much money you make every year. And it's none of their goddamn business. If you buy something, you pay sales tax. On and the then the, you wouldn't have to deal with the IRS ever again because everyone would just pay sales tax. Unless you have a business, right? Because then you have to pay the taxes. Uh, what taxes? Like, okay, let's say hypothetically I own a car shop. If I charge everyone that extra 25% when they buy a car immediately, then I have to pay that to the government later, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. businesses. You'd have, you'd have to make sure that businesses are charging the tax, but outside yeah. of that. And is that for goods or services and goods? Just everything across the board. Anything you buy? I don't think there needs to be exemptions for food and stuff. Nice, nice. Like, screw it. It's just too many more people sitting in skyscraper offices out in Washington, D.C. Fair enough. I'm with you. I'm with you. 
Okay, next question. If you had $2 billion, because you told me earlier this was a strong responsibility, $2 billion in the bank, what responsibilities do you have because you have $2 billion? What responsibilities do I have? Yeah. I mean, $2 billion is not like a ton. I mean, it's more than... I mean, you've got charitable contributions you have to make. You have to donate a certain amount of money once you get certain rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so who are you going to donate to? You have $2 billion, you got to write off some taxes. What type of causes does Colin Sternagel go for? All right, first of all, it's not up because of the taxes. You got to donate, donate money because you need to fucking sleep at night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, there's only so much money you can have before you have to donate to charity. Okay, so how much money? It would be anonymous you donations. To who? Who you donate to? I don't know, things I care about. What like things do you music. care about? Music. Instruments for children. That'd be great. There we go. You're welcome, children. You love the arts? You love the musical arts? Just music. Just music? No painting? Painting can suck a bag of No dicks. sculpting? <laughs> All musical. Yeah. What is it about music? I heard you once say, you sing that bad, how do you expect to attract a mate what is it about music that touches your soul so much colin over all the other arts well if i was better at singing you know what i'm saying but i didn't have the equipment that i needed when i was a child if there was a charitable man such as myself i could have started, <laughs> started singing and playing guitar when i was like six all right you hear that billionaires out there colin sternagel feels that the world would be better if you donated more to charitable things and i'm with you I was in band in junior high, and I started learning how to play the drums, and I was feeling it. And they cut the program from my school, and I never learned how to play drums. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But anyways, what I was saying before is you have a lot of power when you have a lot of money, but obviously most people can't earn a lot of money unless they are smart people, so it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the more, the mon the more money you've have obtained it's probably through cunningness and cleverness yeah which yeah. means that you're probably the person who should be able to affect the world to that amount i mean you can't just expect any joe blow to just get like 20 billion dollars and do good things with that money like most regular people would just fucking do horrible things with that money you really feel that way and why do you feel that way i don't mean like horrible immoral things oh. but i mean they wouldn't be able to like you know, make good things happen. Oh, yeah. Not that just, efficiently or effectively. Yeah, they're just going to be giving money away and stuff. If, they're not going to care. Yeah, if your regular Joe Blow just gets a fuckload of money and decides he wants to affect the world in a positive way, like, probably, like, at least 50% of that is just going to be, like, blown. <laughs> oh, yeah, that money's gone. <laughs> it's not going to be efficiently spent. Okay, if you've got $2 billion and you're just a regular dude, even myself, I would probably be out several hundreds of millions just giving money to my friends, no doubt. Yeah, like you have to be a savvy businessman to be able to make that shit happen oh, in yeah. any reasonable manner. I don't even necessarily mean like because you'd give it away to your friends, but like if you've never worked in the business world or whatever, like you're not going to be able to just walk into a, or start a charity and, and not get screwed. Like people are going to be screwing you left and right because oh, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. <laughs> They're going to bamboozle you. They're going to hoodwink, you know. But uh, second charity, okay. What is your number two if you're after the instruments? Well, if it's my number two, I'm going to make it about pooping. 
Okay. I'm going to provide bathrooms to people who don't have bathrooms. You've seen Africa. That's true. Running water. That'd be a great number two. That is a number two charity. I think sanitation is very important. I'm with you. I think if there was more sanitation in the world, there'd be less disease, and we wouldn't even be in the situation we're in now. I wonder why that is. They just shit all over the roads and stuff. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? I mean, I've seen videos and stuff where it's just like poor people like living in slums and they just like shit all over the place. Oh yeah, and I heard like, about that. My friend went to Russia and told me there was just like, shit on. Haven't the people inside. just told them about like outhouses? To go home. Like, I ground? feel like you don't need to be very rich to have a shovel. <laughs> to go home the ground. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, a lot of people are in cities and they they can't dig holes in the ground. That's the biggest problem because the majority of the population of this planet lives within cities, which doesn't make any sense. I guess we have miles and miles of nothing in this world of nothing. Like, there's miles of nothing in this world, and everyone decides to live in cities and then be like, I hate people. Why is that the case, do you think? Cities should just burn down and not exist. Yeah, cities don't exist. I think once a town gets over 30,000, you move and start a new town. You start a new town. (laughs) Never have a city again. I'm with you, you know, 100%. Isn't that why we invented roads? And railroads. And cars. And planes. Yeah, so and that planes. we don't have to all live on top of each other. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're from a city, I don't care. Move out. <laughs> <laughs> Just move out. Move out. <laughs> all right, I know this town called St. James, Minnesota. You can get a sweet house there. I'm talking four bedroom, two bath, 80 grand. 80 grand. Max. 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 Sweet house. A normal house. person. A normal person, a dirt ass like myself, could live in a house and be perfectly happy for yeah. like 50 grand. If you are working remote from home right now because of the pandemic, I'm telling you, look towards Minnesota. They've got, it is beautiful there. If you live in the West, if you're living in Nevada, Arizona, Southern California, Utah, Western Montana, I mean, right, Eastern Montana. And you're like, you know what I love? Trees and water. You're thinking of northern Minnesota again. St. James is not in northern Minnesota. Dude, St. James is not an ugly town. There's it's like not a an lake. ugly town. You're like, but... whoa, there's trees all over this town. You look over there. Is that a lake? You can just go to that Yeah, lake. there's trees in the town, but it's just surrounded by cornfields. Yeah, Anyways. but beautiful, beautiful cornfields. Yeah, get yourself a $50,000 house in St. James. Don't walk around at night by yourself, and you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> get a boat. Take the rest of the money. Get a boat. Drive two hours. You're on a giant lake. You're having a good time. You know, I've been to Minnesota twice, and I'm going to tell you folks, if you have not been to Minnesota, it is beautiful. The cropland doesn't even have pivots. There's no watering. They plant their seeds there, and the Lord waters it for them. It just grows. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Mainly because I've lived in the desert that they call the West. You know? The West. People don't know how good they got it when the Lord just waters their crops. You're just sowing, you're reaping. You're sowing, you're reaping money. How rich are the farmers where you're from? Very rich, but everybody else is really, really poor. Really poor. Really poor. Yeah. Why are they really poor? Because farm equipment's really kick ass now. (laughs) You can farm so many acres, it's it's obscene. Like the sky's the limit. Oh yeah. The sky's the limit. Like just thousands of acres. If you got the right combine and shit, like Oh yeah. Just in 
insane amount of acreage you can farm. self And then all that money just compounds and compounds. And the next thing you know, you've got these farmers who just have so much money. I don't even know how to describe it. It's more money than I'm ever going to have. Oh, yeah. So much money. I can't imagine how much wealth that these farmers have. Like, I, when I was young, I thought a thousand acre farm was a lot of land. But, like, where you're from, these guys, these families have like 10,000. Oh, yeah. It's in southern Minnesota where it's just all flat land. Oh, yeah. You know, where it's just like, it's just nothing. All the fields are just like perfect squares. It's extremely easy to farm those fields. Like, okay, if you're growing just wheat. You're looking at like, you know, uh, 52 bushels an acre of wheat, right? Let's see how much a, a bushel's worth. How much is a bushel of wheat worth? He's asking his phone. Yeah, I am. I am asking his phone. <laughs> I wouldn't know that answer anyway. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're, we're getting big money here. So... You're looking at two point four million is a ten thousand dollar. I mean, a ten thousand acre farm gets two point four million in profit from just growing wheat. It's insane. I'm That's... telling you, it's fucking nuts. You've got these farmers who have like more money than God, and you've got these other people who are just like meth addicted no hope nowhere to go yeah all in the same area and it's just getting worse like there's not going to be because people are continually moving away oh yeah and then illegal immigrants are buying up the houses because they're super fucking cheap so cheap and the factories there are just the wages are so shitty that nobody else will work the jobs no so it's just getting more and more run down and before you know it there's not even going to be enough kids in that town to support a school oh absolutely not no or not enough money, not enough homes. Yeah, not enough property tax. But anyways, if you want to move to a beautiful state that's super cheap, I'm telling you guys about Minnesota. Forget about Idaho. Forget about Montana. Minnesota's on the docket. Minnesota. Minnesota. They need some gentrification there. They need coffee shops that people are paying $10 a coffee for for no apparent reason. Oh, we had a coffee shop like that? <laughs> In St. James? I couldn't believe it. Like, And it was weird because when I lived there, I was like, your stereotypical like i never even had a nice coffee in my life yeah ever just so bitter and, and i never about. even got one there the whole time i lived there and you i always try just, it not didn't even, even try it ten dollars for it i was i was addicted to, to cigarettes and i was like ten dollars for a cup of coffee you're out of your fucking mind how much were you making at the time when coffee was ten dollars and a cup in your town like fucking Eighteen thousand a year. Eighteen thousand a year. How many hours a week were you putting in for eighteen thousand a year? Like forty five. And how many out? How many? How many minutes would you drive to work? Yeah, a lot. Like forty five. Forty five minutes to work. <laughs> to, to so make... like, I didn't have money. I didn't have money to. So, anyways, this, there's this coffee shop, and of course, it's you know rustic air quotes because like as if this dying community isn't rustic enough, people are intentionally making things rusty. <laughs> And they're selling like $10 cups of coffee. And I'm just thinking like all these farmers are drinking out of old fucking like soup cans. Yeah. 
down at the farmer's elevator and they think they're going to start drinking coffee at this like freaking $10 a cup of coffee like rustic fucking <laughs> the same business I don't know it was still open last time I was there holy crap so people are actually buying a $10 cup of coffee well let's say five probably in your town in your for some coffee it's like sugar and coffee mixed together St. James whole marketing campaign is like we're a rustic old mm. farm town <laughs> that's their whole thing what was it that actually made St. James a town? Was it a railroad? Was it industry? What was the, the thing that brought St. James on the map and then now has declined? It was never on the map the whole time I was there. I couldn't tell you that, honestly. That was their whole claim to fame, though, is they have railroad days. It's like their county fair or whatever. and like That's it. They're like, our town had a railroad. As if every other town didn't exist because of the fucking railroad. That's every town in the Midwest. (laughs) Literally every town could just be like, oh, we're a railroad town. We're a railroad town. Especially in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I've never been to... I didn't realize so many people had train stations. There's not even trains where I'm from. We don't have trains. It's not even a thing. And every place you go in the Midwest, you can get a ticket and just leave that. Yeah, if you're like way, way west, like... Like, yeah. further west, you know, where there's, like, less rails and stuff. You'd be like, oh, this is a railroad town. And, yeah. like, this town over here is because it's on a river, and that's yeah. where boats go, you know? But yeah. no. Yeah, like, the idea of a railroad town is, like, a big deal if you're from Montana, Idaho, or Wyoming. But everywhere else, that's just a common thing. Yeah, it's like every town was built because it's a railroad <laughs> town. It's like the railroad came through town. Like, every other town ceased to exist if the railroad bypassed them. <laughs> Yes, they died. That was the end of that town. And now we're still a railroad town, even though the railroad, like, doesn't mean shit to St. James anymore. Like, if that railroad just no longer had trains come through town, I don't think it would affect the town at all, because it's really not that much business. Fair enough. What is it, just filling up grain and leaving? What is yeah, it? I mean, that's pretty much it. There's the farmer's elevator, and they load rail cars, and I'm pretty sure that is literally it. The only reason why it comes to town. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. How come you guys don't build, how come you guys don't have a factory that makes like chips or anything with your guys' wheat? Okay, laugh it up real hard, but we have a bacon bit factory in St. James. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys make bacon bits. Yeah, that's our claim to fame. We should have have bacon bit days instead of railroad days. How much does someone make at a bacon bit factory? I have no idea. I don't even know where it is. I just know we got one. And some some days you just... You just walk around town and you can just smell it. It just smells delicious. bacon feel like just smelling through the sky. It smells great. That's fantastic. But is bacon bits even a thing in Idaho? Yeah. It's we, a thing we, everywhere? We love bacon bits. You're into yeah, bacon bits. Yeah. Like, are you eating a salad if you don't throw bacon bits on it? <laughs> but I didn't get this nice chewy bacon bits that we get here in the Midwest. We have like hard uh, beef jerky bacon bits, like jerky bacon bits. That's what I was Yeah, saying. hard men out in the West. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you can't you can't buy food that doesn't expire. It's like, know, yeah, bacon bits get harder the further West you go. <laughs> By the time you reach Washington, they're just rocks. <laughs> yeah, but then, then you hit Seattle and everything's nice again. It's a very weird dynamic. Mm, yeah. Like, it's very strange, you know? But yeah, what an odd factory. There's lots of pigs. That's the thing. You're like, if you're working in St. James, like the only things to do are like your standard, like construction work or whatever that's everywhere. And then like pig farming, regular farming. How much does a pig farmer 
hand making it. Well, that's what I was doing. Yeah. I bet they're probably up to like, I bet they're like fifteen dollars an hour, maybe. Fifteen dollars an hour. Maybe that's I actually think. good money in St. James. That's enough to buy a house on. Maybe the, I'm not even sure about that, but I would imagine if if the, if people got raises along with inflation, you should be able to make like fifteen dollars an hour pig farming. Nice, now. that's pretty good. How much? Let's see. Should we check to see how much the average? That's if you're farm? like. That's if you're like full time. If you're full time pig full-time. farmer, yeah, you should be able to make like thirty thousand, forty thousand a year. You think that much? That'd be impressive. I would be impressed if they're making that much a year. There's one old guy that was telling me. And well, that was, what? You, you're right. You are 100% right. The average pig farm hand right now is making 38000 a year. Yeah, there you go. There You were 100% right. Dude, 38000 a year. Why didn't you stay in St. James? Maybe move up in the pig oh, farm. Oh, dude. I could have it. I could have, by now. I could have saved up exactly zero dollars and still be living paycheck to paycheck. Be in debt. Yeah, I'd still be in debt. Driving a car that's like way old, not because you want to, because you have to. Exactly. Yeah, you would be a really good mechanic that never gets paid for mechanicing because you have to be a mechanic. You know, not because you want to, because you have to be a mechanic. Is that hose loose? Not anymore. Yep, working on your own fucking car because you can't afford a mechanic. And then you and your friends at the gas station filling up, making jokes about how your cars are actually classic cars now. Just like, I daily a classic car. I daily a classic car. I've milked this thing. 195,000 miles on this beast. Oh, man. That was a rough life. Now, coming from that life, how do you feel now that you've decided to make the leap and move to Wilson, North Dakota? What are you talking about? I'm bloated. Was that the best choice you ever made in your life? Probably. Out of all the choices you made, the one you'll never take back is moving to Wilson, North Dakota. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm married now, so I got to say that my number one choice is my wife, obviously. <sighs> Had you not, would you have married her if you didn't move to Wilson, North Dakota? Mm, no. Okay, well then, best, right there, right there. This is how good he's doing. We're sitting in his garage, and his garage is bigger than most apartments. That's how good we're doing right now. That's so. true. If you include both sections if of the garage. If you include both sections, like, this is the size of houses in St. James, your garage. Yeah, that's true. So, you've won. How do you feel? You did it. And you know what the weird thing was? Is everyone else from your town had the same option, and they didn't take it. Why didn't they? I've tried to invite people to come here, but they're stupid. Why did they not take your the option, you know? They don't like money. They hate money. They don't want to be money. rich. That's Money is hard for people. I've never felt bad about having money. In fact, if I don't have enough money, I feel bad. No, people have killed themselves out here a lot. You That's get to true. blame all your problems on being poor when you're poor. Once That's you have true. money, you don't have anything to blame your problems on anymore. Then you just like me and you got a $2,000 guitar and you're like, oh, I suck at playing guitar because I'm just not good at it. Not because I just have a shit guitar. I used to just be able to, oh, yeah, I just have a shit guitar if I could afford a nice one. Now I got a nice one. What do you mean? You're really good at playing the guitar. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, but you know. Yeah. I'm not that great. Nobody thinks they're great at anything. <laughs> that's true. You always look around and think someone's better than you at everything that you have. I mean, done. yeah, that's how it is. You you know, you wouldn't be able to blame your problems on being fucking poor anymore. Oh, really? That's a fair point. I'll give you that. What? You know that. It's yeah. true. 
Yeah. You don't get to blame your problems on being poor anymore. You just be like, it's my fault now. Yeah, if you're poor in Wilson, North Dakota, it's because you chose to be poor. Yeah, why do you think rich people like commit suicide and they're depressed and stuff because they can't blame their problems on not having money and not being successful anymore? Then it's just like, oh, wait, I'm not happy because I'm just a miserable person. Because I suck. Yeah, because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> all this is my fault and yeah, I suck. It's like, I have all the money in the world and I'm still a miserable prick. I still suck. Actually, to be honest, if I have less than like $10,000 in one of my banks, I feel like I'm failing. And then I realized, I was sitting there the other day, I'm at sushi, you know, which like sushi is an expensive meal. And I'm like, I'll buy this sushi, you know, because I'm sitting across from two people. One of them has grown up in Williston, North Dakota, where money is like easy to get. You and I both admit what is a person starting out at a gas station making like 15 an hour? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, and so I'm sitting across from these people. And rent is cheaper for a nicer place in this town than it was in Idaho when I was broke and poor. I'm sitting across the, the table from people who are splitting their rent, making at least $15 an hour. And they're talking about not having any money in their bank account. Like, how could you not have any money in your bank account splitting your rent with $15 an hour? Like, what crazy thing has happened to you, you know? Like, you don't have to commute 45 minutes in this town. Every job in this town is within, what, 20, maybe 15-minute drive. Yeah. I mean, even out to mine in your shop, you like 15 minutes at best. That's hit I can literally, ride. like, ride my bike anywhere I want in this town. Yeah. How do people not have money? It's mind-boggling. Those me. are just dumb. People are just not good with money. No, so I'm no. saying I used to not believe it, but I believe it now. The difference between rich people and poor people. Poor people are just horrible with fucking money. Well, I they mean, really are. Once you hit a certain threshold of money, if you're making say anything above twenty, and you don't got money saved, like what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? You don't have. Uh, you don't have money. You can don't have. You can't make the mistakes to become better at saving money either. So, that's true. Uh, I'm agree with that. You know, it was really hard to save up money when I was making ten dollars an hour. That's actually a lie. I saved up a lot of money because I worked in the middle of nowhere and spent no money. So. Well, I was a kid too. Kids are bad with money. Kids are always bad with money. You're allowed to be bad with money until you're 21, and after that, time oh, to yeah. grow up. Yeah, you're in trouble after. Time 21. to grow up. If you're bad with money after 21, I'll be honest. I was poor after 21 because I chose to be poor. And that's the actual truth. Yeah. And then when I decided I was done being poor, I just moved and got money again. But at 21 years old, I was making like $23 an hour living in Casper, Wyoming. And I had so much money that I was eating sushi like three times a week and I was still saving money. You love sushi? I love sushi so much. No one can... No one could be mad about that. No one's mad about sushi three times a week. <sighs> yeah. Fucking poor people. But I'm going to segue away from this and money. How come no one's talking about the 20, the, all these active volcanoes that are going on right now? Volcanoes are known to put particulates in the air and change the weather. And we're getting some extreme weather from these volcanoes. And no one's even mentioning it. You know who's going to be put out of work? Who? Chemtrailers. Yeah, they are. Because, you know, they they seed clouds. They're cloud seeders. Yeah. According to the government. Who knows what they're actually spraying out there. But that's the thing. 
well, we are we're just going to have wildfires and tornadoes and, I mean, whatever else, putting soot into the air. What are those guys going to do? They're going to have to stand in the unemployment line. That's fact. Do you think because Minot quit chemtrailing, we've got less rain? See, this wouldn't be happening yes. if they... It's not chemtrailing. It's cloud seeding. Okay, okay if government. They, if they hadn't quit cloud seeding, do you think that we would have have more rain and snow this last winter? According to them, yeah. And it, they stopped doing that what last year or two years ago when they quit cloud seeding over there. Yeah, it was seeding. like two years ago. And our precipitation has gone down. They just went down to city hall and they said, "Listen, guys, you're not God." You know, God, stop doing this. So, I don't know. I would imagine if there's lots of wildfires and stuff, you should be able to expect a lot of rain, right? Well, there's got to be humidity, though. Yeah, without humidity. You can't just matter. dump the crap in the sky. If there's no water to attach itself to the crap, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you have to have humidity in the air. It makes no difference. Then you're just making aluminum and stuff for people to inhale. Yeah. Okay. Our river is so low. It is incredibly low outside of town. The lowest I've seen it in four years since I've lived here. Are we in trouble? Do you think we're going to make it? Or do you think another Dust Bowl is on its way? Well, no. I mean, the Dust Bowl had more to do with the... Fucking dog. Dust Bowl had more to do with the fact that we tried to farm basically unfarmable fucking land back in the day. We're not farming the same land now? Not really. We have like cattle and stuff, but we don't really farm it like before. Okay. Because so we used to, because back in the day, all this land, they used to try and grow this wheat that came from some other country or whatever, from what I understand it. Yeah. And the problem was, is we tried to farm it all. And then all of a sudden there was a bad year because of the economy collapsed that all the farmers had already plowed their fields, getting ready to plant again. But then after the price of their wheat collapsed, they decided, everyone just decided they weren't going to plant. So then you had all this dirt that just had nothing in it. And that's oh. what caused the dust bowl. It's because there was no roots holding it. They in just place. decided that, well, we're not going to plant anything if it's all worthless. Oh, and there wasn't anything else here. We just farmed the fuck out of it. And there were hardly any trees or anything to hold the ground together. So this was, this was an agricultural problem that stemmed from prices being too low and people unwilling to plant. Right. So the few people who did plant made a lot of money. No, no, they lost years. everything. Oh. <laughs> that's why that was the problem, and that's why it went on for years. Okay, because ev the price of everything collapsed. Do you feel like this collapse is coming again for this country? Maybe, but hopefully we've learned. I don't want to live through another dust bowl. People were literally heating their houses with cow shit. I mean, last year we literally were just burying crops all over the West because it wasn't worth enough money. So why would people plant again? If they're looking at not making money again, what was the point of putting out all those potatoes or onions or wheat if you're not going to make any money on it? I don't know how much money they lost because of insurance. So it, because of insurance, you think they'll just plant anyways and then ditch it? Yeah, I think it depends on the contract that they have with whatever company. You know, like if you're like, oh my God, if you got milk cows for like Kemp's or whatever, 
like even if you gotta throw out the milk, you can't just stop milking your cows, or else it's gonna cause problems. Oh yeah, without a doubt, those ca- those cows will go dry. And that Kemp's wants to be able to sell milk whenever you know demand comes back, so they're just like, well, I'll just milk your cows and just throw it away until we need it. Fair enough. So they'll <laughs> keep paying whatever losses until it gets back. Yeah, I don't know who pays the losses if it's the insurance companies or whatever. Could another Dust Bowl come? I don't know. Like I have a big fear personally. That because of hyperinflation from all this money that we made, everything is going to go up in price. And uh, the middleman will make a lot of money, but the farmers won't, and they won't be worth their time. Yeah, and fucking city people don't give a shit about rural people's problems. They do not. During the last Dust Bowl, they didn't even believe it was fucking happening until one of those dust storms actually went to New York City. All the way. They thought it was bullshit until one of them actually went to New York City and, like, just dumped, like, six inches of fucking dirt all across the city. Now, there's a huge disconnect between rural and city folks, even though city folks completely depend 100% on rural people. How come there isn't a sense of, like, connectiveness between rural and city people? What is the disconnect, do you feel? What they depend on people, rural people depend on themselves. That's how it's always been. That's fact. Yeah, that's if why you... people in cities believe in communism mm. because they already depend on all their neighbors and stuff. That's a hundred percent fact. Yeah, and when you're living a more rural life, you know that you can't really trust a lot of anybody. Yeah, and because everyone will try it. and take advantage of you because it's every man for himself when you're trying to make your own way in this world that's a fact like if you cannot depend on yourself and you live in a rural area to get everything if you don't know how to do certain stuff you feel too vulnerable you feel sort of like at any moment the world can crash down around you and there's a real sense of like revelations out here where at any moment the world's coming to an end, so you best know how to get all of your own food and make all of your own things, or you're just going to fail. Yeah, you got to make it on your own. But, like, you know, everyone's communal in the city. I mean, even if you live in an apartment building, it's not like you're just living alone in an apartment. Like, you're living in a giant building with, like, fucking 200 roommates, and there are rules Yeah. about noise. and. Yeah, I don't know if any of you have ever had the opportunity to drive through Wyoming. If you want to feel alone and completely dark and isolated, drive across Wyoming at like 10.30 to 4 in the morning. You will go two hours without even coming across a town. Yeah, it gives me a half chub just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that freedom. <laughs> you can do whatever you want out there. Whatever you want. Like, if you feel like doing anything, you're not going to get caught because nobody's out there. You could just... Is that a deer? You can shoot that deer. That's your deer. And no one's going to do anything because the nearest person is literally 40 miles away. Oh, man. Like, you've never been alone until you've been in rural Montana, Idaho, Wyoming. You're just by yourself. Yeah. That's why people out in the middle of nowhere believe in guns. Last thing you'd want to be is some fucking chick in the oh, middle man. of goddamn nowhere. Like, Oh, man. Guns... I like Montana and Idaho have the most lax gun laws. And if you've ever found yourself, this is how alone Idaho is. I went two weeks without seeing another human and I didn't go anywhere. I was in the same 10 mile radius and I did not see another human for two weeks. That's how alone you are in these rural areas. 
Could you imagine like someone in New York City just thinking that they did not interact with another person? I mean, no cell phones. I had one radio station. I had to drive to the top of a hill to get that radio station. That's how alone I was. Radio station? Yeah. What kind of music did you play? I mean, it was country music, and it was always the same song for some reason. You remember oh, that? Oh, it was actually a radio station? Yeah, it was a radio station, and I could talk to one lookout if they were like at their radio, but there was one around. So, uh, do you remember that song? I mean, Band Perry? When I Die Young? Dude, every time I climbed to the top of that hill to listen to a song, that song was playing or like the next song up. That is the shittiest fucking song. Yeah, the next year I brought a CD. And remember that song we were listening to in the truck where you're like, this song came out in 2001? Yeah. My friend burned me a CD to play in my truck the next year. And there was 10 songs on the CD, and that was one of them, and that was the first time I ever heard that song. It was great. Oh, man. Horrible. It was that, four Mumford & Son songs, Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie, and um, what was that, Monster of Men, like four Monster of Men songs on there. Let's listen on three. That's when I got into, like, what is that called? Alternative? Is that the name of that? Yeah, like alternative folk music. Yeah, that's what I. That's when I got into it. I loved it after that. I never, I never listened to anything else. Nothing's better than alternative folk music. If you don't believe me, well, that's your own choice. Whatever, I don't care. It's the best yeah, music. Okay. Listen to Wapo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> care. <laughs> Whatever people with bad music taste listen to. Yeah, I don't care what they listen to. All I know is nothing's better than alternative folk. Uh, what's that called? Indie rock? Yeah. Indie rock. That's when I really fell in love with that stuff. I was like, I need more music like this. I also like, um, what's that cryptic folk? You know, like Death South or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, that type of folk. I don't know. I don't like people who are pretending to be real that aren't. I like the real deal. Yeah, I mean. That's just me, though. Like, if I find out that, like, one of these folk bands is from, like, New York City, I'm just like, what do these people know? They don't know. About, like, this is our culture. They're stealing our culture. These yeah. are our people. Like, how do you feel about Mumford and Son singing that song, Gospel Dance? What do they know about it? They're from England. I don't know very much about them, but... That's my favorite Mumford and Son song, anyways. It's the best one. I'm not saying you can't, like, play the mandolin and stuff, but, like, just, like, be yourself and enjoy those instruments. Don't, like, wear fucking overalls and pretend that you're, like, fresh off the goddamn farm. Come the fuck on. You don't need to LARP. Like, my life is not that fucking great. You don't need to LARP it, honestly. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like wearing logger boots in Seattle. Like, you don't need to cosplay Tanner Mangan. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, Tanner Mangan's life is not that fucking great. Yeah. You don't need to cosplay my life putting a flannel on and growing a crappy mustache and wearing logger boots and wandering around. All right, hold on. I need the restroom. Like, you're my friend. You got goals. <laughs> I have goals. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you want to you be a fit man. It's still going? Yeah, it's going now. All right, I'm back from the bathroom. Nice. Back from the <clears> restroom. <throat> what were you talking about, Tanner? Um, I was talking about how people want to cosplay, like, rural people, you know? And, like, why would you want to cosplay me? Like, my life isn't fantastic. I literally have to, like, go out either... Pump portagons, paint crap, sand things, build fences, like cut metal and like burn myself all day, like be constantly around heavy metal, dust, 
Like this is what my life is. Why are you trying to cosplay me? Why are you why are you putting on your your steel toe boots, your logger boots, pretending like you have any clue why we're we wearing this? We don't wear it because those boots are comfortable. We wear it so we don't get our toes cut off, so that we can walk across trees. That we can. It's like armor. Like you don't put armor on because you're you you're not going to battle. You like you don't wander around in your sweaty ass armor being like, oh yeah, I'm just hanging out here, you know, sitting walking around town. Yeah, your nice penny loafers. Just don't want people to pretend, man. People just need to be themselves. I think people can tell when like bands and stuff are not authentic. Yeah, it's it's pretty annoying. I think here's a weird trend. You're from rural areas, and you've been in rural places. How often do you see people who who are actually farm hands, ranch hands, with like tattoos on their neck? And like pierced ears and wearing very expensive hats and expensive clothes. Oh, that's the worst. You don't see them often. You'll see them every once in a while. Yeah, they're out of place. It seems like they don't belong there because no one actually dresses that way. Like, no one cares if their hat gets hurt. Like, I get hats and see how long I can keep them nice, and I can't do it because eventually I'm going to have grease on my hand. I'm going to reach up and touch that hat. It's just how it is. You know, it's like when someone walks in, they're like, I'm from the country. I've been a country guy my whole life. And they're wearing like a, a, a $1,000 Stetson. Are you about to go to a funeral? Why are you wearing that? People are like that, man. I don't get it. People are like that. Well, another thing I hate, why do you get a truck and treat it like it's a, uh, a prize old-timey car that you've restored? Like these people are like... Uh, you don't lean on my truck. It's for work. What are you doing? Yeah. What yeah. is this? What is this culture about? That's the dumbest cosplay rural people I've ever seen. What do you do, man? I mean, not that there aren't like working people in cities, but like you just like should look like a working guy from the city, then. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they do too. The working guys in cities look like working guys from the cities. You know, like if you're wearing a Carhartt pants that have obviously never been worked in, are what are you doing? Like you can turn a, a new pair of Carhartts to worked in Carhartts in a week. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't get it. I don't get what's going on. Or maybe like I should say it's like how come none of these bands come to rural areas? Yeah, if that's their whole demographic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I play music. Yeah. If I was, like, made myself, like, a folk musician for, like, the working man, like... Come to rural areas. I would go to rural areas. Yeah, seriously. And here's a, here's another thing. How come rich people want to cosplay as poor rural people? What's that about? How come they want to have... I got sent home from school when I was in elementary school because my clothes were ripped. And it didn't meet re dress code. And a bunch of other kids had to wear ripped clothes. And then we had to patch it and stuff. Like, how come now everyone's paying $200 for pants that used to get us sent home? What is going on? How do you sound like such a boomer right now? Oh, yeah? I sound like a boomer? <laughs> this is your transformation into an old man. Oh, I'm old. <laughs> Everything sucks. <laughs> Music sucks. Like, the culture sucks. You're listening here, kids. It doesn't make any sense. Back in the day, I never even wanted holes in my jeans. <laughs> they just happened because you had to live life. 
You make a strong point. I do sound like a boomer right now. Why are all the my country music musicians <laughs> got tats and wearing piercings in their ears? You know, like they're from L.A. You know. Well, it's like the failure of country music right now. What is? Like what's going on right now? It's like completely failed because you. It's like not rural people anymore. It's like. Yeah. City guys. It is. Like. I didn't even. Okay, normally when you hear a country song, it tells you a story. And then it switched into like. What is that? Save a horse, ride a cowboy. And then after that, it's just going downhill. I love that song, though. Do you really? It's such a good song. Why do you love that song? Tell me why you love it's that song. It's so stupid. It's almost like they were making fun of music that sounds like that. It was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. That was like the beginning of the end. Though. At least they had a sense of humor about it. Like, at what time in history did a, a country song also be the number one pop song? Last year. Last year it was. Two years ago, I guess now. Oh, man. That was, that was enough. I had enough at that point. I was done with country music. It's true. It's true. It's 100% true. It's a fact. Anyways, what else you got on the docket today? Remember when we listened to that video about feminists getting fucking roasted online? I remember beautiful. that. I remember that. What do you got to say about it, Colin? Why are they even trying anymore? Sorry, third wave feminism has failed. You've seen the internet videos. I mean... They fucking lost every argument that they've even tried. For like five, six years now. It's like, give up. If you've lost. Why are we still doing this? Well, remember how you just said, Tanner, you sound like a baby boomer? I think people are starting to cosplay. You know, like that their life sucks. Because they, like you said before, they want something to blame for them feeling bad. Instead of just like... I don't know, trying to help their neighbors and make friends and get to know people again. They're like, it's something else's fault that I feel bad. Look, third wave, it, it, white women, man. I know, it really it's is. fucking white chicks. Like, there are so many things oh, that we've invented just in the last, like, six years just to make fucking white women feel better. Oh, man, I have oh, to admit. Oh, my God. I was listening to someone online the other day, and it happened to be... Uh, a black female in this country and she was like white women have got to be the worst and she was like yeah my life sucks and stuff but like I'm looking at them and I can't see what sucks about their life yeah, yeah exactly that's why like I don't know that's why I have my wife because she's not a fucking stereotypical white woman white fucking women are the goddamn worst right now that's weird because everyone we know is basically a white woman, though. It's just fucking woe is me, man. <laughs> woe is me, fucking white woman. Well, I mean, not in this town, lucky for us, because their lives are pretty good here. You know, they got it great in this town. But we should, this should be a renaissance. What Our entire fucking lives should be a renaissance era. Oh, yeah, right now. Everything is huge. so fucking cheap. Everybody can just live their lives. You can do what you can get into any hobby you want. You can get a even hold of the poorest goddamn want. people in this country are not that fucking poor. That is a fact. Like now is a good time to be alive. No, like, like we I'm, were talking the other day that one king in Africa was the richest man ever, and he had to walk to Mecca, and he had like took him months of travel, even though he's the richest man on the planet, and like you could get to Mecca now with like a few thousand bucks, you know. And he had to spend tons of money to get there. It's crazy. 
So like the richest man 600 years ago is like middle class now. Yeah. Yeah. Woe is me. What, what do these people even want more of anyway? I mean, what do you need more of Paul? What's missing? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing's missing. Something's missing. Like name it. Uh, Intimacy between humans is missing. Like, yeah, they have all the information. They have all the videos and stuff. But they don't get to actually really interact with people because they're sort of lost that ability. No, I mean white women. Oh. What are white women missing at this point in society? I have no idea. Um, Bad stuff happens to them still occasionally, I guess. No, what's not fair? I don't know. I don't get it. I I guess what just kills me about it is that it's been like, it's been as long as it is. People are still trying. It's like you've lost. Like, just move on. Everyone just needs to try and be a little bit more grateful. The second most successful person I know that has been my friend is a white woman. Like, I only know two people in my friend group who own their own business and, like, do well. And one's a white man and one's a white woman. You know? Like, who have their their own business. What, how did they both achieve this? If there was, like, if it was slanted against them. You know what I mean? How did they do it, Paul? Hey, you do what you gotta do. I'm just saying... It wasn't that hard of a race because they obviously got it done, right? It's never been that hard of a race. Come on. There was a time it was a hard race. I mean, there was a time that if you cut yourself, that was like death, right? So that had to be rough because like anytime you're doing any sort of work with tools, you're risking your life, you know? But now, since penicillin's been invented, what's up? You know what I mean? We just glorified like protesting and shit to the point where just people just need to do it. To feel something. I want to protest right now. The fuck are you going to protest? I don't know, but I feel like that would be very rewarding. (laughs) I've got something to say. I don't even know what. I mean, I started a podcast, (laughs) so I must have had something to say. This is just a protest, yeah. (laughs) The whole time. The whole time. Things are just so good. Things are just so good. People just have a hard time laying out in the sunshine. I wouldn't want to be born in any other time because I mean, not that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Leading up to this was really, really rough. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. What time would you want to be born in besides this time? I guess it depends on what you're doing. I mean, overall, this seems like a pretty good time Time and place. Where would you want to be born other than this? I don't know. Like 50s seem pretty good. Yeah, you know, if I was white and I didn't know what was going on with black people, <laughs> yeah, if you, but that's pretty slim. Yeah, that's right. Like, if you were born to the perfect demographic in the 1950s, that's when you'd want to be born. But the 19 like uh, 70s would probably be a good born. Like late 60s, 70s would have been a good time to be born. You know, I don't know if I'd want to be around for the whole sexual revolution bullshit. But yeah, it would just depend on where you're at too. If you didn't live anywhere near, like, a big city or whatever. Like, if you are just, like, living in rural Minnesota or Idaho or something, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, yeah. Your life would be good there. But, yeah, if you lived in the city and things, it would have been rougher. Yeah, I would say right now, it's a good time to be alive. I would have to say it's really great. I mean, look at this. 
any person can put out news the same way news channels did in the 1970s. Like, any person could, you know, take a plane anywhere. Like, now's a good time to be alive. No, that's true. I mean, I can't argue with that. For anybody, I'd rather be anybody alive now than anyone who was alive in 1880. (laughs) Rough times back in 1880. I've done a lot of research on it. Don't want to be alive then. Yeah, I'm not having too hard of a time laying around in the sun. (laughs) Yeah, like, I could quit working right now and live for like a year. Yeah, you'd lay in the sun. I could just lay there for one year and do nothing if I felt inclined right now, today. You know? That's good times. When in human history could you just do nothing for a year? Like, I don't even have to grocery shop. I could literally have it delivered. Never in human history. Like, that's basically king status. You know? I've made it. King status in 1400 right now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know? So, I made it. Yeah, so now that, like, the death of politics has started, civil war, too much spending, you know, <clears throat> too much government deficit spending, you know, move to the middle of nowhere. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, where are you going to move to? What are you thinking? I have Medora. Medora. <laughs> I'm going to Medora. I saw 40 acres for sale with water rights in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Is it or has it been on fire in the last two weeks? <laughs> no, it has not been on fire in the last two weeks. You could go there. You know, you could definitely try that out. What are you going to take with you? If I move to the middle of nowhere, Wyoming? Yeah. I mean, if I can't convince at least five of my friends to go with me, I'm not going. Those. That's all I need. I like people too much to just live in the middle of nowhere. I can't do it. I've tried it. I suck at it. You know? If you want to find out if you're a middle of nowhere person, just go to the woods for two weeks. See if you can handle it all by yourself. If you can't, you're not a middle of nowhere person. Do you think you could live, stand living alone, being alone for two weeks, Colin? Oh, yeah. No podcasts, no books, just you, your guitar. Yeah, I think it would be fine. How long do you think you could last like that? probably too long no one would ever ever even believe that i could just stay out there for fucking i don't like having to worry about people's needs so wait do you think you could win on a loan oh i don't even know what a loan is but sure a loan is a game where you go out into the woods and you just live and you get to bring like 11 tools with you oh i don't know if i could win why I don't know that much about making shit with 11 tools. You get 11 tools. Whoever stays out there alone the longest gets uh, gets a half million dollars. But you have to make your... You, you have to get your own food. You have to do all that. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? The lack of food is the problem or being alone? The lack of food. I could live fine. So if we did that. an intense training of two months of teaching you how to live in the wild... Would you go on alone? Yeah, probably. Should we put you in on it? Or just be like, yeah, I wouldn't be. We'll do a video and be like, listen, this guy can't live in the woods, but we're training him up. But he's really good at being by himself. Yeah, this guy's fine by himself. <laughs> this guy's fine by himself, so. You don't get your guitar, though. You have to whittle your own guitar. Could you do that? With make sinew strings and stuff? It'd be funny. 
Do you think you could? The man's made a guitar. And be like, weird. The man plays guitar, but no one listens. <laughs> no one listens. <laughs> it's for himself, you know. He does it for him. I am the best that's ever been. <laughs> what do you play when you're by yourself? I don't know. What do you play? Does when it matter? Do you even try to get good? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? I don't know. It's like, maybe I'll just play chords and just sing along. Yeah, maybe you should. What's the point of getting good? No good finger work. No one's there to be impressed. That's true. So what would you play if you weren't going to impress anybody? What would be the song you played? I probably would only need, like, four chords. That's all you need. So country music song? Bob Dylan did it. He did do it. And you could do it, too. Bob Dylan became famous with that, you know? Bob Dylan managed to become famous and suck. <laughs> See? And that could be you alone in the woods. You know? Plus, you have a camera to talk to and tell all your thoughts. You have to talk to a camera? Yeah, you have to film yourself doing alone things. Oh, Jesus. Like, so you basically have to be like a film major, too. Yeah, you have to be a director and a, and a videographer, I think the name is. And you have to be chopping trees down, you know? They'll, like, set the camera up just so they can walk past it. Yeah. And then turn around and go pick up the camera again. Yes, correct. It's a lot of extra fucking walking. Yes, it is. I don't think there is a such thing as a reality TV show. You don't think there is? I think they're all bullshit. Every single one of them is just a giant crock of shit. They just make the whole thing up. It's all just actors. What if What if they came through and just set up the cameras all over the place for you if it was real if the show was real i'd have a go at it but i'm sorry i just don't believe that reality shows are reality they haven't been forever i think they probably were reality tv shows in the beginning and then there was probably like just a small handful of lawsuits and then they're just like it's all bullshit now you think it's all lies that's all planted you don't think that that just people are quitting and stuff like they'll they come out there and like i'll pay you like have you seen Ice Road Truckers before? I've seen, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah. You know what's amazing about that show is they'll just be driving along and then the truck will like halfway fall through the ice or something and there just happens to be five cameras outside of the truck. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's totally real. Like, no. Reality TV shows is just, it's not real. It's all bullshit. Maybe there's one real show, but how do you know unless you're in it? I mean, you don't think that like Deadliest Catch is real? Deadliest just, catch is probably real because they can put cameras all over that boat, and just but extremely run. exaggerated. Like they're half their problems are probably completely made up. Okay, fair bullshit enough. problems. Fair but the ship, they're probably it's a real ship fishing. Like they obviously don't have just a fake goddamn. They don't just rent a ship and just not fish. Okay. <laughs> like, that's that'd be an expensive endeavor. <laughs> you make a strong argument here. You make a strong argument. Yeah. What do you do? High intensity on those shows, man. Yeah, it is. The working man's life is just not that exciting. That's a fact. It's really boring, and then something exciting happens. Like every, what would you say, two to four hundred hours that you work, something exciting actually happens. Yeah, it's yeah, not that agree. often. Yeah. Well, you know, tune in to see if I can convince Colin to go on alone. Because I'm gonna keep trying. I'm gonna work on him now. I'm gonna work on him to go on alone. So if you want to see if Colin actually goes on alone. Like I'm gonna bring him out to the woods. I'm gonna teach him. I'm gonna teach yeah, him. and we're gonna rename the show "Leave Me Alone." <laughs> leave me alone. And "Leave Me Alone" is not gonna be a survival show. It's just gonna be a cabin in the woods, <laughs> fully stocked with fucking food, AC, okay, heat, and you just fucking sit there and be alone and happy. 
Okay, how okay, if I if we got a cabin, let's say we were in the cabin for you for one month and we got food, would you record all of your thoughts so that we could, you know, see what happens when a man is truly alone for a month? Hmm. I mean I could record my thoughts. That's it. That's all you have to do is record your thoughts. See what truly happens when someone's alone. You can't make phone calls, no podcasts, I'll let you have some books. But you know, and your guitar. You get your books, your guitar, and you get a, a pen, papers, and you get a tape recorder. Would you do that? Oh yeah. For the p- people. Be peaceful. I want it to be summer. Okay. Middle of nowhere. Lake. Dock. Chair. Chair. Boat. Do you want a boat? No, nah, I don't need a boat. You don't need a boat? Okay. I don't have any girls to impress. It's just me. I'm talking like a rowboat to fish off of. I already have food. <laughs> you're not even gonna fish. I don't need to need some fish. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll get bored. Fair need enough. something to do. Anybody will be bored. You, with or without people, you can get bored. That's a fact. Well, I'll work on it. We'll see. We'll make a. Can we make a show about that? What if we put cameras up at the dock? And we won't put it in your actual bedroom. You know, so you can do whatever you want in there. There's not gonna Kitchen. be a whole lot to see. I know. I know there's not, you know. We'll make a one-hour show out of, like, you know. And then we'll give you, you can call for help, but only if you're going to die. No, I mean in the bedroom. You're like, oh, we're not going to have cameras in the bedroom. What's the worst that you're going to catch me doing in the bedroom? That's true. You make well, whatever. Who knows what kind of depraved shit I might get up to. Yeah, but I, yeah. I might not happen exclusively in the bedroom. That's true, you know. <laughs> might get real depraved, and I'll do it in the living room. <laughs> But, you know, there's a job called the lookout, but people come see you. We have to get you really more isolated than that, you know. One month. You in? Yeah. One day we'll make this happen. My wife protests. She'll protest to your month's vacation? Yeah. Already? She'll be like, vacation what? From me? From me? <laughs> and I'll be like, no, we're just out here proving a point. We're proving a point that Colin can handle one month alone. You know, most people don't make it that long, you know. I thought they were going like six months at a time. They're only going like two, three months, you know. And they're seeing people like every two weeks or week for like, what's that called? Conjugal visits, like prison? (laughs) No, like uh, checkups. Checkups to make sure you're not dying. Doctors? Yeah, doctors come and see you once a week. So, but we're not going to do that. You got four months, four weeks. 30, 31 days by yourself. <sighs> do you think you can get a month off of work? I mean, if I really needed it. They would do it for you? Yeah, it would have to be like in the summer. So. Alright, well, we'll have to set this up. We'll look for a place. Tune in, folks. You know, we'll let it go. I never liked any of you that much. <laughs> <laughs>